gonna say it But somebody should Let's talk about tune time Let's talk about bum wine Yeah, yeah asking the questions that nobody should Like who are the bone thugs and are they in harmony? everybody. Welcome to another one of these. I'm Pete. I run this whole thing. Um, last time we left off, we were looking at a, a Wikipedia page, um, which was list of internet phenomena. I'm back on it because uh, we've kind of gone into a separate rabbit hole, which is the list of internet challenges, which is a, you know, subcategory so we'll look at that but i did notice today that it's telling me that uh wikipedia has given me two dollars and 75 cents worth of knowledge this year i don't know how um how that's calculated i would say it's given me two dollars and 75 cents of something but uh i don't know if i'd call it knowledge that might be generous or um, selfish. Anyway, uh, let's take a look at the uh, <laughs> internet challenges. I'm already looking at the first one here and enjoying this. Uh, the banana Sprite challenge. A challenge to quickly eat two bananas and drink one can of Sprite without vomiting. There are other versions of the challenge, but the suggested premise is that the body cannot digest both substances at the same time. The human body is not designed to drink Sprite and eat bananas, apparently. <laughs> While the vomit response is commonly assumed to be a chemical reaction between the two foods, the reaction may also occur due simply to the large amount of food and drink ingested within a short period. Dietitian Heather Bolin observes that the human stomach can only hold around two cups, saying, too much food or I... I would challenge that. Too much food or liquid in your stomach, if your stomach doesn't have that capability, can make you vomit. Thus, the vomiting response is likely due to the volume of food and drink being higher than the volume of the stomach. <laughs> I, these are the things, like, there's not really, you can't really look this up at, by itself. But I, I, I want to know who first came up with this. Who was like, you know what would I think be... Um, What's a challenge worthy of my skills? I know. I'll try and eat these bananas as fast as I can and then chug this Sprite. Chug two bananas, chug a Sprite, and then not throw up. Which, by the way, any challenge that uh, consists of not throwing up is basically just a challenge to do something and then be miserable for like two hours. Uh, bird box challenge. For its film Bird Box, where a significant plot element has characters keeping themselves blindfolded to prevent going insane, Netflix partnered with Twitch streamers to challenge them to play video games blindfolded. However, the challenge morphed into people attempting everyday activities fully blindfolded while being recorded, which included attempting to cook, walk in busy streets, and drive cars. <laughs> Several of these videos have gone viral, 
but others repeating the challenges have gotten themselves into a number of non-fatal injuries. Netflix and law officials have issued warnings that people should only perform bird box challenges in safe, isolated places to eliminate the potential to injure themselves and others. Yeah, you know, shouldn't drive a car. I wonder if when Netflix first did this, they were like, this is genius. And then they were seeing what people were did with it. This is it, like the perfect analogy for the internet, which is like, oh, we came up with a thing and we didn't consider what people would do with the thing. You know, and then immediately, this one I get. I get how this turned into, because it's like, oh, playing video games blindfolded, whatever. But then it's like, yeah, what if I tried to... Uh, I put on a blindfold, tried to enter the bathroom, pee in the toilet, and uh, that's my bird box challenge. That could be challenging. I mean, if I stood, I guess if I sat, it would be pretty easy. You know, in the in the world of bird box, well, sitting on the toilet is simultaneously safer and more risky, I guess, because it's like, well... You sitting guarantees your um, accuracy, but you're sitting on a toilet in a world where people literally are blindfolded. So you have to hope everyone else takes this. Um, book bucket challenge. A variant of so-called ice bucket challenge with an Indian origin. It went viral on social media during August through September 2014. The original ice bucket challenge involved participants pouring a bucket of ice over their head or donating money to the ALS Association. The book bucket challenge involves people sharing the names of 10 books that inspired them on their social networking pages or donating books to the needy and sharing those photos with friends on social networking sites. Oh, God. Why? I'm always embarrassed to be part of, like, book social media library social media because things like this i'm like yeah this this should be somebody dumping a bucket of books over their head if they can't name 10 books and then you know if they can't then uh, 10 books go over their head or like you have to carry around a bucket full of 10 books you know for four laps on the track or you've got 10 laps around the track and uh for if you can name a book you re reduce a lap, and you don't have to carry the book in your backpack. But uh, if you can't name 10, you got to do 10 laps with 10 books. Some, you know, something like that. Not, not like a thing of listing 10 books. 10 books that inspired them. I guess that would be tough for me, because I don't know if I find a lot of things inspiring. I read The Baby Jesus Butt Plug by Carlton Mellick III. I don't know if I would say I was inspired by it. Bottle cap challenge. A martial arts challenge where one must kick the bottle cap off without knocking over the bottle itself. I think I saw Donnie Yen do this and was impressed. And then was also like, you know, once he's done it successfully and it looks really cool. I mean, there's no reason to attempt that one. I, I think I could do like the a bird box challenge. I think it's possible. Like the banana sprite challenge, the sort of genius in the stupidity of that one is that um, it sounds doable, right? Doesn't it sound like something you could do? I think everyone looks at that challenge and is like, I could probably do that. But uh, the bottle cap challenge is like, I haven't done a karate kick 
well, I, I haven't attempted a karate kick in probably 20 years. I would say I've done a karate kick successfully. Never. <laughs> I don't know that any point in my life I would say I was successful in any kind of karate. Uh, what would you call that? Context? Karate text? Cameron voice challenge. I just, you know, I say a thing like karate text instead of context. I combine them and then I'm like, I'm done with the. It's time to move on. That's why it's nice to have these shows where I have a list because it just gives me a convenient transition to say like, okay, I think we've taken that as far as it can go. And then another. So let's just do this. Uh, after Cameron Boyce passed away at age 20, a new challenge became trending as folks mimicked the symptoms of epileptic seizure that led to his death. Fans called out this challenge as obscene, considering it an insult to his immediate family and everyone with ep epilepsy. I mean, that, that's pretty mean. Who is he? Oh, he was an actor, child actor who was in Mirrors and Eagle Eye and the film Grown Ups and its 2013 sequel. Oh, he was on Disney Channel. He died from a seizure and then it's like, this is the, the challenge is to pretend to have a seizure. Did he have like some kind of special seizure or something? Like mimic the symptoms of the seizure that led to his death. Uh, let's see. I was a cute little kid. He died in his sleep due to a seizure. <laughs> oh my God. So he had epilepsy and he died in his sleep and his cremated ashes were returned to his family. Well, that's kind of fucked up. That's not, I mean, it's hard to do, uh, to imagine what a seizure looks like and then do that. <laughs> I don't know how much of a challenge, maybe this is more of a morality challenge. I challenge you to do this fucked up thing. I mean, isn't this like if you just said, like, let's have the N-word challenge where I challenge you to just say the N-word. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's a physically difficult thing to do, but it's not something that, you know, on my on my bucket list. I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm biased towards physical challenges over moral challenges, <laughs> but that that seems like a fucked up challenge. Um, also, it's like, so then you just tape someone doing it and then show people and you're just like, he did and he pretended to have a seizure. It was weird. Charlie Charlie Challenge. A Ouija emulating ritual in which the spirit of a Mexican demon named Charlie is invoked via two pencils in the shape of a cross and the words yes and no written on paper in a square. Social media users began circulating videos of pencils moving toward yes when asking if the demon is present. Um, all right. I'm into this. Okay, this is poorly described. This is a, not the best written Wikipedia page. But imagine a sheet of paper, and then you make a horizontal pencil, and then you put a vertical pencil. Not vertical. Um, you put two pencils perpendicular to each other, and the one that goes up and down is on top. And then upper left quadrant, you put no, lower left, yes, upper right, yes, lower left, right, no. And then I guess you just ask questions. Um, this was a game that was played in the Dominican Republic. And the unintentional humor in the report. Oh, I see. There was a uh, 
tabloid news thing, and it was funny, so then people did it. Well, okay. I don't know. That one, that seems like more like a Potterween, uh, Potterween kind of thing. Cheesed challenge. A Twitter trend. Parents film themselves tossing cheese slices at their babies with controversial <laughs> results. You know, throwing cheese at your baby. Here's what I'm going to say about these challenges. Because sometimes, yeah, you see a parent doing it and you they threw a slice of cheese at their baby and then it sticks on their face or whatever. And it is kind of fucked up. But here's the thing. It's not fucked up to do it, if you ask me. Because, you know, a baby's got a big round bald head. It's perfect. It makes a perfect slapping sound when a piece of cheese hits it. I think the controversial aspect is filming it. And then, you know, calling it entertainment, I guess, like giving it to people and being like, check this out. Look at my dumbass baby. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, um, would you do that if you were babysitting for somebody? Like you're babysitting for your brother. Brings over his baby uh, ass face life ruiner. Uh, I can't remember what my nephew's name is now. I don't think it's ass face life ruiner. Fuckface McShit something. Um, and I, you know, just whack him across the face with a piece of cheese. I don't know. It seems like the babies are fine though. Baby gets hit in the face with a piece of cheese. <laughs> With controversial results. Uh, throwing throwing cheese slices at your baby is fine. It's officially been declared on this show. Putting it online is a little weird. But I don't know. if you, I think your baby's stupid. So you thinking your baby is also stupid and demonstrating it doesn't bother me. But you know, I'm not really the audience for this, right? Oh, the cinnamon challenge. A viral internet food challenge. Food challenge has its own gosh, Wikipedia thing. The objective of the challenge is to film oneself swallowing a spoonful of ground cinnamon in under 60 seconds without drinking anything, then upload the video to the internet. The challenge is difficult and carries substantial health risks because the cinnamon coats and dries the mouth and throat, resulting in coughing, gagging, vomiting, and inhaling of cinnamon leading to throat irritation, breathing difficulties, and risk of pneumonia or a collapsed lung. And collapsed lung is cited. Let's see. Uh, cinnamon challenge. Dangerous to lungs, new report warns. I inhaled a bunch of cinnamon one time. We went to a place, I don't know, it was like an Outback Steakhouse or something like that. And they had a little cup full of cinnamon and sugar because you would put butter, I guess, and then put that on top. So I was just inhaling that through a straw. And then, uh, well, I was eating it through a straw and then inhaled it. And it was a not fun rest of the night. So I've, I've kind of done a cinnamon challenge. I've experienced the consequences of a cinnamon challenge, and that was not cool. Um, we went home, and I was like, you know, it was like breathing was a little painful. So my dad just gave me an inhaler because that's something he had sitting around, even though none of us had asthma. Probably shouldn't have done that, but whatever. <laughs> I'm fine-ish. Collapsed lung, though. That's something. Condom challenge. A viral internet challenge. Yeah, you don't have to put a viral internet challenge on the Wikipedia page. List of internet challenges. 
The challenge involves inserting a latex condom into the nostril and snorting it into the nasal cavity and back through the throat to be coughed out of the mouth. The term term condom challenge was coined in May 2012 following the widespread popularity of the cinnamon challenge, but the idea is several years old and videos of challenge attempts date to at least 2007. So I guess this is the OG, but didn't get as much credit because it didn't go viral until April 2013 when World Star Hip Hop mm-hmm, posted a video of two young women attempting the challenge and several people subsequently uploaded the videos onto the internet of themselves attempting the challenge. The stunt poses potential choking hazards. No shit. Um, that one, that one's good. I guess the thing to me is like condoms are kind of expensive. I'm not as huge a fan of if I guess if someone wants to buy that and use it, but I'd be a little bit like, you know, I can think of a much better use of a condom. Just I can think of one much better use of a condom with lots of variations, but it's basically one thing. Coronavirus challenge. The challenge involves licking various surfaces such as door handles and even public toilet bowls. Uh, At least one person who took the challenge was reported to have contracted (laughs) COVID-19. This is like a, I had this idea for a reality show, which was like a bunch of people would live in quarantine or something. And then, uh, you know, the punishment was there would like be 10 vials of saliva and you would have to drink one of them if you, you know, if you were... in trouble that week or something. It was something like that. Or it was like everyone has COVID and then they're competing for the, you know, the, the cure. <laughs> Devious lick, a trend popular among teenagers. Again, you probably don't have to say um, a trend or popular among teenagers. That involves stealing objects from schools, such as soap, sanitizers, etc. That doesn't sound very, uh, let's see. There's a picture of a missing soap dispenser at a Texas public school as a result of devious lick. (laughs) Um, A 15-year-old was arrested for stealing a school toilet paper dispenser in Mojave County, Arizona. Mojave? It's like Mojave, but with an H instead of a J. The public response. um, People were not happy. Grown-up hysteria by school administrators, internet moralists, and even a a U.S. senator. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't sound that bad. Oh, after the backlash, some TikTok users began participating in a counter-trend known as angelic yields where users anonymously donated items to their school. Okay. (laughs) These have been generally positively received. Yeah, no shit. I don't know. This one sounds fine. I mean, there's like a missing L on a sign. Missing restroom sign. That doesn't seem that bad. Does it? Liberty North High School with no L. I mean... You know, this seems like exactly the kind of thing that kids were doing. Um, I have a story about this. 
Okay, so I was riding on a bus one time uh, when I was coaching track. So, you know, I was in my 20s. And the bus driver, you know, I, I can't remember how it happened, but I was talking to the bus driver. And he was talking about, like, the weird things that kids did on the bus, you know, to damage the bus or whatever. Like, you know, burning the seat backs was a big one and um, some other things. And he was like, you know what they'll do? They'll take the seatbelt. Um, and the seatbelt has this sort of, uh, okay, the seatbelt goes through the buckle, like on an airplane, kind of. And then at the end of the seatbelt, there's... Uh, seatbelt loops around on itself but it loops around this little rubber stopper so that uh you know it it can't go back through the buckle and he's like some kids will take the rubber stopper out of the thing and just take it and i flashed back to being in probably third or fourth grade and every time i was on the bus which wasn't often only for field trips but every time i was on the bus I always tried to remember to bring a uh, compass with me, the kind, the sharp kind with the pencil end, so that I could undo the threading and steal the little rubber thing out of the end of the seatbelt. That was like a big thrill. I think it was just because there's not much to do. And also, I remember having this little rubber thing, and it was like a precious object to me personally. But uh, yeah, and then when he's explaining it to me and he's just like, I don't know what kids are thinking. Like, what are kids do? Like, why? What's the point of this? And I was like, I did this. And honestly, I don't know. I don't think I could tell you. It's just a thing. So I guess I've done a devious lick. <laughs> Yikes. Eraser challenge. A kid's trend where one rubs an eraser on their bare skin as hard as they can while reciting the English alphabet. While that may sound like a fun school activity, it can cause painful burns and scars to the skin, possibly with infections as well, thus leading to parental concerns. Yeah, I mean, we did that, of course, burn yourself with an eraser, rub it on the skin, or like you'd rub it on a piece of paper really fast and then touch it to your skin because it was hot. Of course. Why not? Um, I don't know. It's like, it can cause painful burns and scars, possibly with infections, you know, thus leading to parental concerns. Sometimes parentals. A little too concerned, maybe. Everywhere at the End of Time. A challenge in which people listen to this six-hour album from Leyland James Kirby, a sonic depiction of dementia that features early 20th century recordings, slowly become more degraded and jumbled until it devolves into a noise in line with a dementia patient's memory and cognitive function. It emerged as an internet challenge in 2020. Kirby was strongly in favor of the challenge as a way to raise awareness of dementia. Well, that sounds like a bonus episode of this podcast. A six-hour bonus episode. We could listen to it together and raise awareness of dementia, I guess. I don't know how this works. I mean, I kind of get what he's saying, but it's like you make a, an album that sort of tries to make it like you have dementia, I guess. But how would you know unless he has dementia? I don't know. Does he have dementia? The Caretaker is his name. He's 47. 
Oh, he did an amnesia period. Haunted Ballroom Trilogy. This guy's got some interesting things going on. Selected memories from a haunted ballroom. All right, we're going to have to look into this guy more at some point. Fire Challenge. An activity which refers to the application of flammable liquids to one's body and then setting the liquids aflame while being video recorded. The aftermath is then posted to social media sites. Firefighters, police officers, and media sources have chastised and spoken out against the activity, hoping to dissuade individuals from trying it due to its harmful nature. Oh, that's why. Uh, in 2021, a TikTok variant of this challenge involves drawing shapes on the bare skin using any flammable substance and lighting it on fire, resulting in similar consequences like the original. Um, that's cool. <laughs> Is that something I should be saying? That sounds pretty cool. Cool kids probably do that. <laughs> I would call that drawing the shape one the crow challenge. That was like the thing from the movie The Crow, right? He made a big flaming crow that probably no one could tell was a crow because it was like you'd have to be 100 feet above. Maybe one person in an apartment was like, oh, that's a crow. That's a moment in a movie that works because it's a movie and in reality would just, it wouldn't look like anything. Um, I think The Punisher, the first movie, did that too. It was like a car lot and he had burning cars that, made a giant skull, but it was like, well, I guess unless a plane was passing overhead. If you look out to your left, you'll see a giant flaming skull. I'm not really sure what that's about, and we are not landing at this airport anymore. Food stamp or snap challenge. A trend in the United States popularized by religious groups, community activists, and food pantries. Okay, how much you want to bet that this is not fun? in which a family of means chooses to purchase food using only the monetary equivalent of what a family that size would receive in Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, colloquially known as food stamps. In 2015, this amounts to $194 per person per month, or nearly $7 a day. Yeah, I mean, these raise awareness challenges are not as cool. I think that's why Ice Bucket Challenge worked. Because it was like actually fun to watch people do and punished you for not donating in a, a non-deadly way. But, you know, like this is like, oh, yeah, it's fun. I, you know, I don't know. What am I going to say? Like, I realize that's not a lot of money. That doesn't sound like a fun situation. Um, But I'll do it just to prove that it's not fun. Gallon smashing. <laughs> uh, gallon smashing involves obtaining bottles of liquid in a supermarket usually cow's milk or water I like that it's specifically cow's milk and then throwing them against the floor and spilling their contents in such a way that the act is seen to be accidental rather than deliberate the participant may attempt to damage other objects as they throw the bottles or fall into the resultant spill and seek the assistance of customers to help them up Participants of this challenge often sustain injuries and frequently face punishment from legal authorities, including the two teenagers who originally started the phenomenon. Well, that doesn't seem fair. I guess if they caught, if somehow they knew that you were doing this on purpose, but isn't that like the whole point is you do it and you, if they didn't know you did it on purpose, you're just sort of engage in clumsy buffoonery 
And then, uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, this poor person. And really, you're like, no, this hilarious entertainer, <laughs> I guess. Um, ice bucket challenge. I feel like we don't need to go over that, right? I will survive coronavirus challenge. Named after Gloria Gaynor's hit song, the aim is to encourage people to properly wash their hands in light of the coronavirus pandemic. The iconic singer made a video that has since gone viral on TikTok. Oh, that's boring. See, again, the, like, the challenges that are good for you and positive are not fun. That's unfortunate. Because it's like, yeah, I guess this would be good. But everybody's trying to make doing good things uh, an internet viral sensation. And I don't know if it works. It doesn't, it doesn't please this podcast, I'll tell you that right now. It seems like the more destructive... Uh, ones are what I approve of. Ooh, I guess we're going to start the Crock-Pot Challenge. A challenge where you do 500 episodes of a podcast and then destroy a Crock-Pot. To celebrate slash get revenge. Kylie Jenner Lip Challenge. Oh, God. Based on trying to recreate the puffy lips of television star Kylie Jenner, internet users show themselves using a small vessel like a shot glass that covers their lips drawing all the air out of the vessel and then releasing, which temporarily puffs the lips by drawing the user's blood into them. The activity is considered harmful, both from bruising and disfiguration of the lips and the potential of, for the vessel to shatter and cut the person. Didn't we do that? I did this all the time with, like, my friend had these little rubber bullets for, I don't know, some kind of little gun, and we would put those on and make, make hickeys and stuff. Which it was like, by the way, I guess you got a hickey from like the smallest kitten who ever lived because, or, you know, a straw. I guess that's a safe way to give someone a hickey. You're like, I don't really like you, but you seem really dead set on a hickey. So I'm going to get this extremely long, crazy straw. By the way, she never listens to this show. So one of the things that I did for Poonmaster Flex's birthday is I got her a custom crazy straw and it's her entire uh, first name, her real name, which is like 10 letters long. So it's a ridiculously long, crazy straw. Like you'd have to start sucking on it uh, 30 seconds before you want the liquid. So this is kind of a complete waste, but also great. Mannequin challenge. Uh, people remain still while a video is recorded, usually with music in the background. Most commonly, Black Beatles by Ray Srimmerbird. It became especially popular sports teams and athletes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that one seems kind of dumb. Outlet challenges. A year after YouTube announced its ban on extremely dangerous challenge videos. See now, extremely dangerous. <laughs> Users migrated to TikTok to share their videos of a new viral challenge. Participants have partially plugged in their phone chargers into outlets then slid pennies into the gap between the phone charger and the electrical socket, resulting in electrical fire hazards, exploiting a design flaw of the NEMA connector. <laughs> the Massachusetts State Fire Marshal issued a letter warning fire departments and schools regarding the challenge. I like that this is like called an outlet challenge because it's like, fine, YouTube is no longer an outlet for this challenge. I guess we'll do it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> what an extremely destructive and dangerous challenge. 
See, this is what I'm talking about, though. I find this entertaining because it's like, that's extreme. That That's a terrible idea. I mean, how pissed would you be if your kid did that? So pissed. Running Man Challenge. A series of dance videos originally created by Hillside, New Jersey high school students Kevin Vincent and Jeremiah Hall that used the song My Boo by Ghost Town DJs. That's it. Uh, okay, whatever. Not interested. Sailor Moon Redraw Challenge. Uh, in this challenge, artists redraw a screenshot of Sailor Moon, the character from the series of the same name, in their own art styles. Apparently, the scene is redrawn from another fictional character taking her place. What? Sailor Moon redraw challenge. I'm going to just look this up because it's like, this doesn't make any sense. Well, it looks like it's just happening. Yeah, people just redraw Sailor Moon. All right. Yeah, this that's not an exciting challenge. That's a terrible challenge. I mean, it's probably fun if you can draw. You like to show off. Um, Salt and Ice Challenge. Participants, by the way, every one of these I'm skipping starts with Internet Phenomenon. Uh, in this challenge, this challenge is blah, blah, blah. Um, participants pour salt on their bodies, usually on the arm, and ice is then placed on the salt. This causes a burning sensation, and participants are challenged to withstand the pain for as long as they can. The challenge is <laughs> recorded and posted on YouTube or other forms of social media. This challenge has caused many burns as a result. <laughs> There's a picture of a hand that has performed the salt and ice challenge. Does this actually work? Gives a, a sensation similar to frostbite, but is it, does it actually do anything? Uh, can quickly cause second and third degree injuries. Um, as well as causing painful open sores to open on the skin due to the numbing sensation and possible nerve damage, participants are often unaware of the extent of any injuries. <laughs> oh my god. Um, participants try to stand for the longest time. Alright. The mixture of ice and salt create eutectic frigorific mixture. What the fuck? Um, which can get as cold as zero degrees Fahrenheit. Mm, that's pretty cold. <laughs> Article cited experts, colon, don't try the salt and ice challenge. <laughs> the salt and ice challenge. Don't let your teen get burned. There needs to be a magazine like a teen beat that's like uh, teen bad ideas. And it's just all these kind of things. Skull breaker challenge. Well, this sounds harmless. Involves two people convincing another person to jump and then kick their legs out, causing the person jumping to fall on their head. <laughs> Several people have been hospitalized after performing this challenge. Um, I think a lot of these seem to be um, based on, you know, people being drunk. And it's like, well, that's how you convince someone. You could probably jump and click, kick your legs out and be fine, right? <laughs> And if you're either wasted or a child. Um, Tide Pod Challenge. Ah, yes. Um, this saw people attempting to eat Tide Pods, small packets filled with laundry detergent, and other chemicals that normally dissolve while in a washing machine. 
The challenge gained attention in late 27 and early 2018 and quickly was addressed by several health-related organizations as the chemicals in the packet are poisonous and toxic to humans. These agencies sought to warn users and strongly discouraged the challenge after dozens of cases of poisoning were reported within the first few weeks of 2018. While YouTube took action to remove videos related to the challenge to further stop its spread. Um, a couple amazing things about the Tide Pod challenge. One is that um, Tide Pods still exist. I guess these were convenient or Tide had poured enough money into them that they were like, well, fuck it. I mean, it's not like dish detergent. That seems to come in pods often now, and that hasn't been a thing. I use Tide Pods. Uh, the second amazing thing is I remember when I first got Tide Pods, I did, for some reason, just had this urge to bite it. Because I was like, this is an odd texture that almost demands to be bitten. I cannot explain this urge. I don't think I'd heard of the Tide Pod challenge before uh, I'd had this urge. It was just an honest feeling that I had. So, uh, I guess, I guess I identify with the teens on that one, you know? Well, I guess what time, what, this was in 2017. So let's say you were, if you were a teenager in 2017, you'd still be a young person. So, uh, point being, I'm cool and identify with the kids. Trash tag challenge, an environmental challenge. Okay. This is going to be boring. Encouraging people to clean up litter and post before and after photos. Ugh. The challenge went viral in 2019 and is part of a movement to clean up litter and trash from the outdoors. I mean, I love that these things exist. Don't get me wrong. It's It seems like a good... The thing seems good. It just seems like... Uh, what's... You know, the challenge here should be more involved and... What people don't understand is like when you make a challenge like this, you got to do one where it's like uh, what happens is like visually compelling. And, you know, like watching somebody do something painful or interesting is compelling. Watching someone painstakingly clean a beach is not. I mean, it's wonderful. But, the, you know, this is, I guess, the core of the problem of the Internet is that things that are good are just not as compelling. Like, things that are pleasant and good and wonderful are not awesome. <laughs> Yoga Challenge. Uh, a continuing YouTube video trend that first went viral during the summer of 2014 involving participants who attempt to perform a series of acro-yoga poses that are taken from the internet. Typically, the participants are not trained in yoga, which results in humorous outcomes. Awkward stances, falling down, etc. These attempts are captured on film, usually on a smartphone or tablet, and uploaded to YouTube. Usually prior to attempting a pose, participants will show an image of the pose they are attempting. The contrast between correct poses by professionals and incorrect poses by amateurs adds to the humor. Now see, this one is written for grandma and grandpa, and I appreciate it because I'm like, okay, now I fully understand. This needed to be the top section of the challenge where it says like typically these are done by amateurs they're captured on film uploaded to youtube etc youtuber alfie Diaz posted a video titled the yoga challenge in 2014 
which may have set off the trend. Days' video may have been inspired by various populars couple stunts and yoga fail videos. Um, okay. Anyway, that's a, I could definitely do that one. If you wanted someone who looked like a real asshole doing yoga, you've come to the right place, my friends. If that's a, if that's a desirable thing, um, boy, have I got a desired fulfillment in me. Well, there you go. That's our internet challenges. Thanks for listening again today. Um, I got nothing, nothing that I want from you. So just, you know, go about your life. Leave me alone. Go about your time. nobody Like who are the bone thugs and are they in harmony?